Hello and welcome to Comp. Hello. Hello, Lucy. Hi. How are you? I'm doing all right. Is this a day that bothers you or are you happy? You're not happy, right? I would describe this day as bittersweet. Bittersweet. And the sweet, the bitter is not, <laughs> the bitter is that, explain this. <laughs> The I mean, bitter. We, we have a, a lot going on in the world, right? There's a lot of, yeah. it's like a big ball of yarn, right? Yeah. I'm trying to make an analogy here. Yeah. This is something you can, you can, you can put on, like, uh, clip it like on Fox News, right? I'm like Tucker Carlson, the big ball of yarn theory by Kump. <laughs> There's a lot, of, a lot of threads, actually, but is that how yarn works? <laughs> I don't know. Uh... The Supreme Court's been busy this week. Yes. They've been getting their uh, fingers in a lot of pies mm. and a lot of, they're, they're, they're juicing a lot of candles. <laughs> uh, am I right? But should we start with the good news or the bad news? Well, by, what's the good news? We can officially start working on a gun hand patent in New York. For years, yeah. I have been stifled. I have been kept from realizing my artistic and engineering promise, my capitalist vision of a gun hand, because New York City has taken it upon themselves to interpret the Constitution however they see fit. <laughs> you, they, they tried to say that you had to show to demonstrate cause for why you need a gun hand. Yeah. Why would you need to walk around our fair city with a hand made of gun? And we've been told, you know, why not just put a glove on the gun hand? But that's not going to work. The Constitution <laughs> says, and I quote, the right to a gun hand shall not be infringed. Yeah. A doesn't free say, gun It doesn't hand. say glove it. Yeah. It doesn't say, oh, from time to time, you need to fight your father, and therefore... <laughs> Guns, you know, it doesn't, there's no qualifier. If I, you know, I don't have to demonstrate that my dad deserved to have a gun hand waved in his face. Right? Mm. Okay? Yeah. I don't need to show that, you know, like, you know, my life was in danger when I robbed that 7-Eleven with my gun hand. Yeah. It doesn't matter. You didn't come up with the idea for the, for the gun hand so that only, you know, celebrities... And, and former cops could have them. This is a people's hand. I don't even sell directly to cops. <laughs> because they are always trying to arrest me for selling gun hands. <laughs> it's, it's, a, it's a very, it's actually, you know, it would be silly. I mean, can you imagine if I just like went to cop, like advertised to cops, buy my illegal gun hand? Mm. Madness. <laughs> it would be madness, Lucy. But, uh,. No, we're, we're gonna, we're, things are in motion now. I'm going to have uh, the steel, the initial steel rods bolted into my wrist uh, as soon as next week. But uh, I guess other people are excited too because they get to carry regular guns <laughs> like fucking amateurs. <laughs> Enjoy that. So are you excited? That we, I mean, we live in New York City. Yeah. I mean, not Manhattan, but is it, okay, is it okay for me to say I live in New York City when I live in Brooklyn? It's still technically New York City, but uh, most people think Manhattan. I don't live in the bustling Manhattan burb. <laughs> oh, I think it's okay. It's, I don't live in the borough of dreams. <laughs> the the district of, of, of angels. <laughs> All right. I live in the, in the Brooklyn slop. But still. Still. P, uh, the same, same rules apply. We're metropolitan. I feel like it. Uh, are you excited that now there'll be more people able to walk around you with guns? I mean, look, do you feel safer? Uh, I do. <laughs> look, I think... Uh, we need more good guys of guns, right? That's what, that's what Jesus said. I mean, look, maybe it'll, maybe it'll create a few more apartments with, like, thick, with thicker walls, like reasonably thick walls. I don't, what, what, These what, walls are paper thin. What landlord's doing that? What? People shoot themselves in their apartments all the time. No one's putting up new walls. What? Have you paid attention to like landlords in New York City? I'm just saying one of the arguments against guns in the city is... Is that uh, it sounds too loud? Is the sound pollution. You know... When someone shoots himself in the head with their gun hand. I gotta tell you, last night my kid was shot uh, 
about sure they're going to make it. And I couldn't get a lick of sleep because it woke me up. It woke me up. But uh, what, what, are your, what are your dreams in regards to this? What are you, what are you envisioning? What's your, what's your dream board tell you? <laughs> I think, um, you know, I think that a few more guns on the subway mm-hmm. would maybe, uh, you, you know, I, I guess I could see an upside to that, right? You want more guns on the subway? Yeah, more guns on the subway. No, I'm like, well, okay, when I've been on the subway, I'm like, you know what? It is covered in piss, and people are jerking off. I mean, look. At, at, all, at all angles, they're just jerking off everywhere, and there's, like, human shit. You know, <laughs> separate piles of it. But, I mean, but, I, but look, credit where credit is due. This is a perfect place for a gun. <laughs> I'm just saying, <laughs> maybe people wouldn't, like, linger around the door. When I when the car when the the, when the subway comes to a stop, well, cause you you can be waving the gun in the face. <laughs> yeah, maybe. get away from the door. I gotta get out. I'm late for work. <laughs> Little Lucy with a gun. Are you, are you are you gonna open carry or concealed carry? Maybe. I guess you're not allowed to open carry. Right? It's concealed carry. <laughs> it seems like you know the open carry should be more legal because you know the, everyone knows they have a gun. <laughs> But, you know, the, the big thing is concealed carry. Like, right. I want you to approach me. I don't want you to know I have a gun. Right. I want you to have to guess. <laughs> and I pull it from my weird custom excuse me, holster. I don't want to risk that you would de-escalate right. <laughs> this conflict. Should we rob that guy gun? with a gun or the guy who might have a gun? Right. It just, I mean, I guess there's arguments, right? Because that, that guy might shoot your gun, <laughs> right? He might disarm you by shooting your gun. Uh, is that, is, can you do that? I know people always, like, make, like, stupid liberal. And, like, I'm not saying they're wrong uh, when liberals are like, why do you need the cop shoot the gun out of his hand? And then you don't, that's not a real thing. That's not a real thing. Uh, but that being said, do you think certain criminal crack shot... Crack shot criminals will shoot your gun <laughs> if you have it. They don't have it concealed. Ooh, it would be. I mean, it would be cool if New York City became more like justified. You know, like yeah, so justified. Crack shots. Crack shots. Just, just Timothy Oliphant and his weird PTSD Army Ranger sniper friend going around just daring criminals to draw down on them. <laughs> Fun show. Um, I mean, that would be interesting. Would be exciting. I guess. Mm-hmm. Uh, do you envision? I mean, what happens when you shoot a gun? Does it still, can it still, it can still work, probably. Oh, you yeah. should, like my the chrome, the chrome on my gun is dented, and the gold finish. <laughs> I envision having gold chrome guns, and it, and you, you you've ruined the paint job of my gun. <laughs> but can they still work? I wonder. Yeah. So that's why everything is concealed carry. Put it in your pocket and hide it forever. <laughs> That in your pocket. Do <laughs> you think people are just gonna walk around with guns in their pockets now, like in little uh, fanny packs? Oh, probably. I mean, the people, the, the people who live in Brooklyn probably would make it that lame. Oh, uh, but like the neon, like those stupid soft hats, those neon soft hats, those green soft hats <laughs> yeah. that have the visor that flips up. What is that? <laughs> it's like a, jog, a marathon jogger's hat that they ripped off of a dead person. Now they roam Brooklyn now with a fanny pack full of guns. <laughs> Um. Yeah, I mean, I guess the Constitution doesn't say you know you can do anything. Right. Look, you yeah. have to look at the, the Constitution. Look, I'm not even sure you're allowed to be on this podcast because it's not in the Constitution. That's true. So I'm, we're just kind of, we're kind of playing with fire here. Any day now, Clarence Thomas might come in and say, "Bitches, be off podcasts," <laughs> and then we're just we're, you know you gotta go because mm. I'm not gonna stand in defiance of the Supreme Court. <laughs> Never. They're too powerful. Um, and I'm too much of a coward. Yeah. I think that brings us to the bad news. Well, I mean, it depends. I mean, some people might love it. Yeah. Uh, it's a great day to be an uh, unwanted fetus, I guess. Yeah. <laughs> uh, not so much a great day for women who want to control their bodily autonomy. A mm. uh, great day for dads who rape their daughters who want to give them a baby right yeah because like that with the goal of giving them right i mean right. you know you, you, either way you, they could, look either way it was fun but yeah you know, but now it's like you gotta keep it mm. 
Not for everywhere. Some places you don't. Yeah. It is amazing how many places are like, no, nah, we're not doing that exception, though. Yeah, it's amazing even one. I mean, <laughs> yeah. it's, just, it's just odd. Right. Like, it's only a fraction of the time. It's like, well, let's just well, let it go. Yeah. Uh, uh, look, I don't, what, what are we going to say that we didn't say before? It's, uh... I mean, 20 years ago, there were more Republicans who were like, yeah, obviously, in cases of, like, rape and incest, I feel like. I think most are still saying that, right? Or is it... I don't know. It's crazy. Oh, wait, or most are saying medical still, right? Yeah. Uh, yeah. But or the, but not all. Not all. Right. <laughs> we're, we're, at the very least, like you, I, I've seen look, it's Twitter. I don't know what Twitter's for anymore. Yeah. But I see these debates going back and forth, and some people are saying like, it seems like some of the laws like maybe don't say no medical exemption, but they don't have a medical exemption. Right, they're not like prepared. To not make say, it. They don't literally say like, if your life's in danger, we won't give you one. But there's no exemption, so it's kind of yeah. There's like effectively that. no abortion clinics, so like. I mean, yeah. you need a clinic. We can't. Do- I mean, in, in that situation, do you need an abortion clinic or can a doctor just you know cut you open, fiddle around? <laughs> I'm just saying a you know, life-threatening thing. Like, what, what do you call those? Entropic? Endotopic? Yeah, when the uh, the fertilized egg gets stuck in the fallopian tube. Can a doctor just kind of cut you <laughs> and then get, get inside you? Yeah. Like, like, I don't know if you need the abortion equipment for that, right? You can uh, take out... You can't, uh, you know, eliminate the egg, but you can take out the fallopian tubes if you want. Okay. I don't know that that's true. I just, <laughs> as long as you're hurting the woman, it's legal. <laughs> that's, welcome to America. Um, I mean, you know, some people are putting it out there that, you know, they should be, they should have open abortion clinics on in Native American reservations or Indian reservations. Okay. Well. And then, which seems like an odd uh, workaround. Yeah, it seems weirdly aggressive towards the Native Americans. Yeah. Like, hey, we're going to have our abortions here. <laughs> yeah. hey, look, I know we took your land. Right. And uh, we have all these treaties that we, we don't, they, they don't mean nothing. We don't give a shit. Just get off the land. But whatever, now you're here. But uh, quick favor we need from you. We're going to put like a few dozen uh, clinics here. Could we turn your uh, lands into abortion tent cities? Sacred, uh, sacred, sacred. What does that mean? Sacred. Yeah. What is sacred lands? <laughs> what does that even mean? And we're gonna do abortions. <laughs> could I, could we use some of your land for a, a fetus landfill? <laughs> <laughs> so, so we. Oh man. Uh, <laughs> what your ancestor? What? I don't understand. No. Fetus. <laughs> I mean, I guess they. You know, I, I mean, I guess it's not like they don't speak English. But it's, yeah, I guess that's yeah. a joke. Yeah, <laughs> but it's. Um, what? What? You hate women? <laughs> <laughs> what? What are you? Can, can we cancel these people? Can we cancel Native Americans? They don't want to have abortions here. <laughs> I mean, Matt, Matt. Oh my God! You think it's pop, You think they'll do that? You think they'll cancel Native Americans <laughs> over this if they say no? Because I've seen some of them saying, like, please, this is, if we do this, well, it's our decision. Let's stop saying we should do it. <laughs> and, like, I can see being, like, you know, like you said, like, hashtag yeah. uh, native hate. Native. But, like, usually native hate goes the other way. Right. But this, this is, like, people hate Native Americans because uh, they won't. There's another standing rock, but it's just, like, it's, like, Planned Parenthood representatives with bulldozers. I mean, what if we just put them in the casinos? Because who, look, are you going to tell me the casino's sacred? Yeah. If I'm, if I'm the negotiator, it's like, right. you, like all right, so I'm, you're a Native American person. Yeah. Is this, is this, is this appropriate? Should we get a real Native American person to play your part? <laughs> I don't know. I mean, look, I'll, 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 okay, let's just try it. Hey, we want to have abortions on your land. I don't know if that's going to, you know, sit well. With the people who live here, like it, it, you know. I, I mean, you're just coming to us when you want to. Like, wh- where is this going to go? Like, are you gonna? I think you'd be a little selfish. I mean, we did like give you your freedom, <laughs> didn't we? No, you didn't. Did, we didn't. No, you took a bunch of our land away, and they gave us this little reserve, and now you want to use it. We to granted store... you reservation. No one else has reservations, do they? You see, any other race have reservations? Any other name? Any other people who have reservations? Okay, look, well, doesn't exist. You can't do it. It's not possible. You're like privileged or something. Okay, look, well, the, the, this land is autonomous. It's ours. 
when uh, women are killed here, like you, you don't send, you know, you don't use your resources to investigate it. So Actually, why should you? What? <laughs> the state troopers who go into the reservations. That's not true. I didn't know you. No, no, they, a lot of the time they don't. Well, I mean, I've dealt with it at the morgue. <laughs> I'm just saying a lot of the I, time they don't. I had, I mean, I don't, know what, the, I don't know what the legal, like, you know, uh, <laughs> jurisdictional crisis it was, but I've had the state troopers have to go in sometimes to the reservation and there's murders and. I mean, I held bodies in my head. I don't know. These bodies didn't exist, now you're telling me? I'm just saying, there are reservations on which, you know, it's a big issue. I don't know how it works. I, like, I, I, am, I am, well, I mean, just glaringly ignorant. <laughs> anyway. Look, I know you dealt with some death. Sure. But <laughs> um, I think you're being a little naive about this. <laughs> <laughs> so, anyway. I mean, yeah, but uh, put them in the casinos next to the baccarat table. Because look, I mean, that's the thing. We're really, it's fine. Can we get a Can we get a cut? Can we, we want to cut the money because we're putting. Yeah, we are kind of now. We're gonna have to spend some money to retrofit this building, so we want to cut the casino <laughs> to kind of offset that cost. Um, no, it's crazy days. I mean, they said they would, they would never happen. People are accusing the Supreme Court these justices of of lying in their confirmation hearings. Oh, sure. Yeah, because... I mean, it does seem like you didn't... It's like, I, look, I, I support women's rights. But that being said, like, I'm not say, taking the side of this, but I'm saying it does seem like a strange situation. Like, like, it's like, it's like if, if, if you say, if you make it so that, like, that's your litmus test, of course people are going to lie. No, yeah, like, of course they lie. Like, if, if it's like, going to be like, well, we'll just, we'll just, like, basically filibuster you. If you don't say whatever, well, of course. I mean, what do you think? You knew we all knew this is a federalist society existed. We all knew this was like a, a scheme, right? Like to get the the, the conservative. So, like it, this idea that like, well, you say he's not going to do it. Yeah, he but, said he's not going to do it. Look, the the right would do a lot of things to uh, gain and maintain power, but but I don't think they would lie. Right. So it just seems a little bit like, like it's classic Democrats to be like, right. so you're telling me that they lied? Like that's your headline today? Oh, they lied. Yeah. <laughs> it's like it's like being in Nazi Germany, or like or I guess like uh, Stalinist Russia. Right. I mean, like that fucking Hitler. <laughs> we had a pact, motherfucker. Can you believe this guy? Can you believe this fucking guy? He lied to us. Son of a bitch! <laughs> Is there any way that gun hands could provide a solution to this issue? I mean, well, look, I mean, whether you want it or not, gun hands are going to cause some miscarriages. <laughs> I, just, I mean, that's my predict. I mean, I don't want that. We're working on it, but all every doctor I talk to says it's like lead poisoning is a like almost a certainty. Oh really? Yeah, because you, you have like the bullets inside you, basically, mm. effectively, and they leak into your blood. Mm. Not great for a baby. So I mean, I don't know if that's like a net positive or not. I mean, right. like now that you can, people who don't can't get abortions won't be able to get them, or won't want them, can't get them. I don't know. Like, how could we add a like? Does the, does the people who get abortions that they wanted now like you know, effectively get them? Does that outweigh the the thousands of people of women who lose their babies? Because, you know, who wanted the baby? <laughs> right, yeah. I don't know. I don't. I, I am. I'm just saying. Could we could we add a gadget to the pinky? Maybe uh, add a pinky to the gun hand that maybe has a little vacuum on it. To, to do then, to what? To shove more lead inside you? Yeah. <laughs> Cause there's already a ton of lead. I mean, this thing's got like it's a big. It's got like a, like a hundred bullets in there, and they're pure lead bullets. Mm. I made sure they were lead because I just the, the uh, I want yeah, I got extra lead in the bullets. Uh, <laughs> well, that's I, sort of a loophole. What? Uh, you know, the, the right can't afford to be seen. I need a loophole guns. in case I get sued. So we got to figure that out. Yeah. <laughs> because honestly, I'm not excited about that. Is the Supreme Court going to protect me? <laughs> isn't my con- now? Isn't my constitutional uh, right to give people lead poisoning? Look, I think if the bullets, I think we can get and agree to that. I think if the bullets in the gun hand kill people, then then you're good. Okay. If the lead, if the lead in the bloodstream kills people, well, you the might- lead is the bullets. Yeah. 
The bullets are the lead. No, that's a great argument. You should well, try it. Bullets, kill, we want bullets. To, look, this is America. We are all on board with bullets should kill people. Yeah. My gun hand didn't kill him. The bullets did. That's nature. Mm. Nature has done its course. Welcome to America, <laughs> Justice Kavanaugh. <laughs> um, what else is going on with any other uh, row related? It's a, I mean, it's, it's a bold day. Can, you, can we agree on that? It's a bold day. Yeah. Bold. Precedent. Set. Well, I, I think... Precedent crushing. We used to say... Uh, I, I, I remember, like, growing up, there would be Supreme Court cases, and it would be like, this sets a bad precedent. Yeah. This is a dangerous precedent. Well, for I, other we're beyond, cases. We're beyond precedents now. Well, look, I mean, look, that's, 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 that's the bad fate. Of, I mean, look, there is the argument that, like, Roe wasn't a great jurisprudence case. I mean, if you look at a legal thing, right? Like, it's just not, it was, it, was, it was probably a stretch to begin with from a legal point of view. I mean, they should have, you had 50 years, we should have, you know, figured out, Democrats should have figured out a way to, like, make it a law. Or, yeah. or get an amendment. Look, I, I hear that, and I've said the same I'm myself. not saying that's well, why they did it. I'm, no, no. But no, it, no. Is, it, it, I, it, was, it was kind of a flimsy house that you built this, or a flimsy foundation you built the house on. I get that. And not, I, no, yeah. no, I've argued the same thing, but it's like, you know, uh, you kind of have to deal with the hand you get, and, like, that was the court case. That gave a lot of people rights. Like well, I, I don't know. I don't know if today's the day when I'm going to say like, oh, wasn't that str-? like? Yeah, it's like. But- no, I'm not. I'm just making the point that <laughs> like, um, the overall point people like, like you know, is that like, if you're going to say, well, precedent doesn't matter. Well, look, they can strike. Cases can be revisited. You know, Brown versus the Board of Ed struck down what was it, Plessy versus Ferguson or whatever. Right. You can like. I mean, that's just like, it's what the court does. Like I'm I mean, like that's a like that's the court can function. It's not like precedent doesn't matter. They just took a new... Yeah, well, well, look, it doesn't matter except when it does. Well, I'm saying, look, yeah. I mean, precedent... Like, no, no I'm they, saying, like, except when it doesn't. They, they don't have to follow their own precedent. Yeah. Lower courts. Like, lower courts are, are much more bound by stare decisis, which is a term for, like, following precedent. I'm just saying, like, I think in the past you've definitely had, like, justices that cared more about the precedent set by the Supreme Court. Like... Sure. Like, oh, no, yeah. look, I'm not... Yeah, I mean, yeah. it's just... But, sure. Like, I mean, or whatever. I mean, did they, or did they align with their way of thinking? I mean, maybe. maybe. I just think... You're never going to know. These people are snakes. Judges are all snakes. Judges yeah. are all, like, sh- just very sneaky. Mm-hmm. And they're going to, you know, they'll, they'll, they'll play poker with you and then fuck your wife. Um, and my point is, you just never know. They'll, they'll, like, they'll never show their hand until they're in a position of, you know, like, you know, where they have power. Right. So it's like, like that Ruth Gay Ginsburg didn't strike down Roe. It was like, you know, it wasn't necessarily because she, I mean, she didn't think it was a good case, but right. she, didn't, she didn't try to strike it down. Yeah. You know? So whatever. Uh, any, what are we going to do? <laughs> I mean, what do you want me to do? Yeah. I'm with you. I'm on your side. I here. want you to get Roe versus Wade put back into play. I'm working on it. <laughs> All right. <laughs> I, w- I was asking you earlier, uh, I was like, should we, like, uh, protest or something? And you were like, I don't know, do you want to protest? And I was like, no. Yeah. I mean, do you want to protest? Or do you want to spend 40 years getting, the you know, like a secret cabal of judges into, you know, like, into the mainstream? Right. I don't know. I mean, they did, look, you got, you got to hand Republicans, they did a good job. They were good. They had, they had this whole, usually these secret societies don't, you know, always work. Right. Well, I guess they do. I guess the world's governed by them. But whatever. <laughs> <laughs> so no, another win for the secret societies. <laughs> I, mean, is the federal, I guess the federal society isn't secret. No. Do you, is, can you just go? Is, is there a building for the federal society? The federal society, if no one knows, or if anyone doesn't know, it's just like this, what was it, like an organization that conservatives started just to kind of, I guess, like, highlight conservative, you know, put them in their bosom, these judges, <laughs> these lawyers, you kind of recruit them to become judges yeah. over the past, whatever. I mean, is there, a liber- is there a liberal version? I'm sure the liberal version is probably just some weird, shitty house in the valley near L.A. with, like, a, with a bad pool. <laughs> I don't know. Kidney, kidney-shaped pool? Yeah, you don't want a kidney-shaped pool. You want it, you want it to be square. Square is uh, it's classier. Yeah. That's why we lost the court. 
<laughs> hey, it's Kaylee Cuoco for Priceline. Ready to go to your happy place for a happy price? Well, why didn't you say so? Just download the Priceline app right now and save up to 60% on hotels. So whether it's Cousin Kevin's Kazoo concert in Kansas City, go Kevin! Or Becky's Bachelorette Bash in Bermuda. You never have to miss a trip ever again. So download the Priceline app today. Your savings are waiting. Go to your happy place for a happy price. Go to your happy price, price line. Anyway, uh, you were telling me about um, this raid. Yes. There's uh, a raid that happened. The FBI sees 25 paintings from the Orlando Museum's uh Basquiat? Is that how you pronounce it? Basquiat? Bas- Bas- Basquiat. From that exhibit. Basquiat. Appar- Jean- Say it. Jean-Michel Say it. Basquiat. 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 No, Basquiat. <laughs> I need you to get this right. Basquiat. Basquiat. <laughs> Can you pronounce it correctly, please? Brett Kavanaugh. <laughs> uh, yeah, I don't know. Basquiat. I mean, I, people always talk about Basquiat and like, is he good at painting? I've never seen his paintings. I don't know. It didn't show up in the, the documentaries I watched. No, I wouldn't recognize one, but apparently these are all frauds. I'm sure he is good. I said, are they good? You said, no. <laughs> <laughs> Let's not go that far. <laughs> you probably, they probably are decent. <laughs> Look, if you can, if they can be this easily confused with frauds, they can't be that great. Oh, is that what happened with frauds? Yeah, they're like, they're, uh, they're, they're fakes, right? Oh, I thought they were stolen. Oh, maybe they are. Maybe I don't know. What's good. Tell me the story. <laughs> I spent so much time saying Basquiat. I don't know. Uh, the FBI sees two dozen paintings from Jean-Michel Basquiat, from a Jean-Michel Basquiat ex- exhibition at the Orlando Museum of Art amid a, an, an investigation into possible fraud. The Vegetal alleged the court papers, uh, in court papers, that it was uncovered fal- that it uncovered false information related to the alleged prior ownership of the paintings and attempts to sell the paintings using false provenance. So, okay, so I guess they were stolen. It'd be funny if it was, if it was all on my Pegsy. And he's like, oh, you discovered my newest prank. And I'm like, what? And he's yeah. like, I've been, sp- I've been selling these fake Basquiat. It's like, how's that a prank? Right. <laughs> he's just been- <laughs> I'm doing a Banksy thing. <laughs> it's me, I'm Banksy. Look, I'm selling, I'm selling art that isn't really under false pretenses. I'm, an, I'm a genius. <laughs> Is there more information? Okay, a spokeswoman for the Did museum. Did they come in with guns? You think they came in with like AR-15? What do they use? They don't use AR-15s, I guess. <laughs> They're just shooting at paintings. Yeah. <laughs> and children. Yeah. <laughs> Some kids are going to 7-Up getting fucking murked. <laughs> Sorry, kid. <laughs> uh, a spokeswoman for the museum said Friday that it had compiled with a request from the FBI for access to its Heroes and Monsters exhibit. And that the exhibit was now in the FBI's possession. Quote, it is important to know that we still have not been led to believe the museum has been or is the subject of any investigation. Snore. Put these people in jail. Yeah. Put them in jail. <laughs> museum curators need to be held accountable. I'm sick of them just running around uh, telling me that my, you know, my paintings don't belong in their, in their museums. And I can't piss on the wall. And that, you know, I'm not allowed to bring in a churro. Mm. And, you know, and, and like, you know, put that down. <laughs> I'm sick of it. These people need to be they're, they're, they're too much for too long. Mm. These museum people, they, they, you, they were in on it. You know they were in on it. Oh, yeah, probably. The, the art world is like, look, I, I do think Monet was good. And, and like the, those impressionist guys, right? And bad, is that basket I'm looking at? Or is that a fake basket? Either way. Yeah, this looks, is called Untitled. Is it, is it him or not? Self-portrait or crown face too. Yeah. Looks good. Looks cool. <laughs> no, I mean, you know, it doesn't seem as uh I think my name is better. <laughs> but I like this. Uh but the point is, it's like but mo like all the stuff that like Jackson Pollock. Right. Jackson Pollock? <laughs> I mean that guy, first of all, wasn't he a CIA operative? And like so he's just like a guy who was like, you know. Hey, like we need you to go, like you know, infiltrate these like weird art people, like Lou, Lou Reed or whoever. Mm. And he's like, "Why? Well, what's my cover? You're a you're a painting artist." And he's like, "Well, I don't paint." And he's like, "Dump some paint on the canvas and just if anyone questions it, tell them they're a cop." 
Say you're a fucking cop. He's like, you want me to say what? And he's just, the guy starts snorting codeine. <laughs> and uh, guess how the CIA works. They, they, they don't like, they're not nerds, right? One thing you can say about the CIA is they're not nerds. Right. So they're not going to like plan stuff properly. They're not going to like teach them how to paint. Mm. He's like, it's like when Kermit Roosevelt went over to, to, you know, topple the Iranian government, they got like circus people. To start rioting, they didn't like spend like a year sowing discord. They got a bunch of strong men who started hitting walls. <laughs> right? The CIA is just—they're not dorks. They—they they, 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 they do coke, and they, and they party, and then at the last second they're like, "All right, let's just let's burn this fucker down." So a pog, it was like, should I like learn? You know, you want, me, you want to get like a guy like a this guy? How about Basquiat teaches me how to paint? And he's mm-hmm. like, no. I don't know if they were contemporaries. I have no idea when Basquiat lived. But, you know, someone could teach him to paint. He's like, no, you're going to just dump paint in the wall. Say it's art. <laughs> I love it. <laughs> he just starts bashing his own head into the wall. He's just coked out. Mm. Anyway, what were we saying? <laughs> oh, it's a Basquiat. But they, they, they lie. I mean, you know all these artists are just like uh, modern-day artists. It's all crap. What's pulling my head, though? And, uh... Yeah. Well, you don't agree with me? You think all the paintings are great? I think these are beautiful. I think well, that's Basquiat. Mo- I'm not saying Basquiat. This, this, piece of, this piece of cardboard moves me. Oh, is that really a piece of art? <laughs> no, I think this is just the back that's of something. That's trash. <laughs> Wait, they, they bought a painting that was on cardboard? Is that what Basquiat did? It looks <laughs> like cardboard, yeah. That's not archival. I mean, look, I am all for sticking it to the man. But, sir, the, canvas, the whole idea of canvas boards is that's supposed to be like, Acid free or something. It's like when you buy those plastic bags of comic books. It's like your little Batman comic doesn't get covered in acid because it's acid and plastic, and it gets all over the Batmans. You need acid free bags and those certain kind of cardboard. This motherfucker just painting on the back of a UPS box. It's just gonna. It's not gonna last fifty years. Maybe it has. I don't know. Again, I know very little about this, and I'm not gonna learn. Tell me, more, um, tell me more secrets about this. <laughs> um, okay, I mean, this is all just... Uh, is anything good? We, we squeeze this one? Yeah, well, maybe. The owners of the paintings and the Orlando Museum's director and chief executive, Aaron DeGroft, have all maintained that the works are genuine. Not immediately returned a request for comment about the seizure of the paintings. Yeah, they're all in on this. Yeah. Yeah. No, I'm like, this is all a big scam. <laughs> yeah. Thanks. He's in on it. <laughs> Fucking the guy from, uh, with a doctor, Dr. Boganzo. Dr. Go- Dr. Brainwash. Dr. Brainwash from yeah. the from exit to the gift shop. Yeah. He's just fucking. He's just like it's all, he's, he owns one of the like, stock of the company, this shell company they created. It's all I, you should watch F for fake. There's an Orson Welles, I don't know what you call it. It's like a mix between documentary and narrative, sort of. Or it's it's very weird, but it's all a lot of it revolves around this guy named Amir the Hore, who is a uh, renowned art forger. See, I understand it. Like I don't always thought art forgery was like. Oh, here's a Mona Lisa. I'll copy it. Which just seems like how, even if you're good, like it's like there's a record. But no, the whole idea of art forgery is to be able to paint in the style of the guy. So you can kind of be like, hey, look what my grandpa found in the attic or whatever, you know? Right. And uh, and he would do that. And he'd do Matisse's and whatever. Matisse. <laughs> and stuff like that. Renoir's, maybe? I don't know. Usually. Mm. I mean, according to, I mean, Orson Welles was a, was a big liar, too. He even admits it. So was Amir the Hore even that good of a forger? I don't know. But the point is, watch the documentary. This reminds me of it. <laughs> um, you ever seen it? Uh, no, I never seen Didn't it. Did we start watching it and you were like, I can't watch this? Because <laughs> Orson Welles is just a fucking fat maniac. <laughs> it is. It's very self-indulgent, but it's brilliant. It, it pioneered like, the MTV style editing. He is just a very weird narrator because he like appears in the documentary. He's a narrator. He comes like, in like, a, like at 90 miles an hour as a goddamn magician just fucking playing coin tricks with a kid. He has a weird way of trying to eye fuck you through the screen. I mean, he's sexy. Just say he's sexy. <laughs> just say you want to fuck Orson Welles. It's fine. You wouldn't abort his baby. I'll tell you that much. No. <laughs> He'd punch you in the face. <laughs> he would have no problem hitting women. That's my prediction. Um, I miss Orson Welles though. He was he was a cute guy. Was he really? A, did he really beat women? I don't know. I don't. I mean, look, 
Would you be surprised if he gave a couple slaps every now and then? He didn't seem to have, like, the energy. Like, Look, towards the end, he was very uh, into the wine and, and not moving. <laughs> <laughs> and being a fucking, you know, yeah. But, I mean, look, it was, think of all the people who me too, right? Yeah. Legit, I mean, I don't, like, don't want to say most weren't legit, but, like, just the ones we definitely don't even doubt, right? Right. You tell me, like, a lot of those people, you you, you weren't even, like, you, were, you, you weren't a little surprised? There's plenty of people who are like, oh, really? That's a shame. You really thought Charlie Rose was a perv? I didn't think he wasn't. Uh, right, so you're, are you more surprised? You'd be more surprised to find out that, that Orson Welles lightly slapped women sometimes. <laughs> wait, wait. Then Charlie Rose re- apparently regularly would like have interns bring him his briefcase as as apartment and open the door with a naked with dong hanging out. I'm not saying that, that Orson Welles. That's you. I'm saying that seems more. That's more what you had in mind for Charlie Rose than what you had for Orson Welles. That seems crazy to me. I'm not saying I ruled it out. I don't but. know. Like just on a superficial level, like Orson Welles seems more just like a regular drunk, and like Charlie Rose has kind of a, a creepy like crypt keeper vibe that I could see. Oh, he was so he was so engaging. <laughs> the crypt keeper is nowhere near that engaging. I, the crypt keeper could never talk to Donald Rumsfeld for like an hour. And like and 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 push back. He'd push back. People don't give Charlie Rose. Oh, he would just move these people. He would push back. He would ask hard questions. Yeah, he's not going for the throat every time, but he's he's getting more than you would normally have. The crypt keeper's just like. Yeah, I'm not saying he's, not, he's the, very one dimensional. The the aesthetic impression you get of a person isn't always fair, but like sure. I could see him sleeping in a coffin and showing his dick to women. I'm yeah. not saying it never crossed my mind, yeah. but I mean, I don't know. I don't know what. Oh, he's just Orson Welles is just a drunk. I mean, yeah, little drunk guys. Yeah, you know, that happens. Yeah, like like. I mean, I don't remember the King in Radio Flyer being <laughs> like, "Well, I'm a hundred. Here's my hundred. Here's my three months sober chip. Now let me beat up my stepson." <laughs> I mean, he drank a lot. That seemed to be the thing. I'm That's... not saying you blame the alcohol, but you know, <laughs> uh, I was just. <laughs> Take a personal inventory. Oh, I hit my son, and and and, and, uh, and while I was doing that, I, I made a mess. <laughs> right? Yeah. Radio flyer. I, I'm saying I could see Orson Welles being absent, like being like you know uh, emotionally absent, right? From his woman, and his woman's like, "Why don't you touch me?" And he's just swirling brandy and staring into a fire <laughs> and imagining like all of the great works he's gonna make. I mean, you envision but, Orson? Yeah. I mean, I don't think I think he had new women. I think he paid him. Yeah. Oh, really? I'm sure he had girlfriends, but you know, he was. When you're a man with the corporeal uh, pleasures, a lot of times, yeah, at that point, look, he let himself go. I don't like he. I'm sure he fucked uh, plenty in his day above board, right? He was a beautiful guy, right? Yeah. He was a good looking guy, right? Maybe a little odd looking, but a good looking guy. <laughs> you yeah. tell me he wasn't good looking young? He was good looking. All right. Yeah. So I'm saying he could lay pipe. Yeah, I'm sure he could. But as he's older, this seventy-year-old man doing pee commercials, Mrs. Swanson's peas, <laughs> right? I'm saying he wasn't above paying a woman probably to like you know fillet his balls <laughs> while sure. he drank some fucking uh, Krug or, or Chateau Cum. <laughs> Welcome to America. Um, was he American? He was right. Was yeah, British. I think so. Was he British? Yeah, no, he was American. He said that transatlantic thing going on. Mm. Hello, <laughs> hello, dear. I mean, that's not how he sounded, but he had more of a thing like this. Hello, Lucy. <laughs> Welcome to the Cump Podcast. <laughs> I'm so glad you could be here. Sorry about Roe vs. Wade. <laughs> Thank you, Orson. That's it. That's kind of you. It's an it's an indelible day for women's rights. Well, Orson, you know, it's not just women. I believe life begins at five years old. (laughs) Well, that's a little late. (laughs) Anything before that's fair game to Mr. Wells. (laughs) Oh, my God. (laughs) You're saying you're saying you're not fucking. He's just aborting him. Yeah. No, he's not. I'm not saying he's like a pedophile. I have no reason to think that. Just just. Just murdering, yeah. But more like out of Just like, the murder of toddlers. Well, I mean, the abortion of toddlers. In his mind, like, he's making the case. He's not. I'm not saying he's right, but right. that's the case he's making. It's our 
you know, responsibility to push back on Orson Welles when he tries to do that. <laughs> you know, that's where democracy works. Yeah. And when Orson Welles uses such exclusive language. I paid for this woman, what of it? <laughs> She's not my concubine. <laughs> this is a good impression. <laughs> I'm, I'm trying to get better at impressions. Yeah. No, I think that's a good start. That's Thank a good one. you. <laughs> I'm losing it. I can, even whenever I hit an impression, it lasts for like a minute at most. I've already lost the impression. So he doesn't sound the same. <laughs> Whatever it was. Anyway. You know, I, I came up with a new name for myself this week. <laughs> yeah, I know you did. Uh, should, I, should I say it or should you say it? I think, you, yeah, I think you call, should say it. What's my name? What's my name, Lucy? Um, you're Rat Daddy. I'm Rat Daddy. <laughs> why now? Why? Where did this come from? I have no idea. From what? Do you uh, remember? What alter ego is this? What, what, Do you remember? I just don't remember. I, it doesn't matter where specifically it came. It doesn't matter when we decided. It denotes a certain level of confidence that I have in myself. I think. What subconscious urges or forces are being? Uh, Represented by this alter ego of yours, the rat, the rat daddy, the rat. <laughs> I don't know. I just I feel like it's just my id. Yeah, I feel like it's just like it's just who I want. <laughs> you know, uh, it's kind of like gun hand. It's just it's just it's it's like me yelling at a guy that I'm gonna shoot myself in his front yard. It's mm. just it's the things I create to get through life, <laughs> and rat daddy is one of them. I'm I'm the rat daddy. <laughs> I'm just imagining, have you ever seen one of those, like, old videos from the 1950s that it's, like, a psychiatrist treating a patient who's been diagnosed with, like, multiple personality or something? Sure. I'm just imagining you in one of those videos. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, you'd be a psychiatrist, I guess. So when does, uh, when does Rat Daddy come out well, uh, to you know, play? When I'm, yeah, maybe when I'm uh, not not feeling particularly like, confident in my, in my, uh, my manhood. And what does a rat daddy do for you in those moments of despair? Well, he lays pipe. <laughs> He's just a guy who lays pipe and, is, and does, nothing can bother him. <laughs> He's great. I, mean, I love rat daddy. <laughs> what do you mean by lay? Are you, are you referring to sexual prowess? Yeah, he just really, he really knows where to put it. <laughs> he knows where, you know, how long to put it there. Which I, I sometimes struggle with. Yeah. You know, I'm sure, I'm sure you've been there, ma'am. Ma you know, I'm not. I'm not sure what you mean. I, I mean, yeah, it's just how long this thing goes to be in there, and like, do I shake around while it's in there? But Rat Daddy knows. Rat Daddy's got the answers. Rat Daddy just fucking—he doesn't ask questions. I mean, I'm not saying he's, he's, he's consent's a big thing with him, but but I'm not, but he doesn't ask how to do it. Don't get it wrong. Rat Daddy's a consent boy. But he's not asking, you know, oh, which hole? Mm. He knows. Yeah. <laughs> Rat Daddy already knew there was a hole for pee. <laughs> that wasn't just part of the vagina. <laughs> I wasn't, I, I, I was a little surprised, but Rat Daddy always knew. <laughs> Rat Daddy. <laughs> and then it just fades out and a title comes on screen. <laughs> and it's like the patient... <laughs> The patient was found dead in his apartment weeks later. <laughs> Apparently dead after trying to graft a gun to his hand. Yeah. Honestly, this could be a this, this should be a cartoon of Cump. Yeah. He's the, the, the it's just the, the many the many worlds of Cump. Or many the many Orson Wells of Cump. I don't know. There's Orson Wells character, there's the there's the Rat Daddy character. There's the gun hand character. Mm. There's the, Le the, the LeBron James coach character mm. who coaches LeBron James. And, and no one else. And threatens his family. Yeah. <laughs> and no one else? Yeah. yeah. <laughs> oh, no, LeBron James' personal coach. Personal coach. Yeah, who threatens his family. <laughs> That's the classic one. Go, go back and watch the, what was that, Coach Cump? Mm. People ask me, like, bring up old stories. Like, I don't know. Like, where's gun hand? There's never called. If, you, if you're wondering... About where to find this. People have messaged me on like Twitter or whatever. Like, can you talk about old stories? And we'll try. But it's like, I couldn't find the episode. It's called Raymond Gunhand. 
I mean, it's a, it's a it's from last year, but I mean, it's, it's not like it was called like you know the Codex of Superior. <laughs> right. it's, it's Raymond Gunhan. <laughs> you know what you gotta do here? I always wait till the end of the episode for this. Yeah. Like and subscribe to the damn video, please. You love it. You want it. Even if you don't, we need it. We need it to thrive. And also, come check out our Patreon. Yeah. It's an extra episode every week for five bucks a month. That's not bad. And they're great episodes. Great episodes. So, we always say at the end, but, you know, what if people, are, you know, this time we wait, we, I, I make sure to say it up front at the 45-minute mark. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I'm just so excited to talk to you people, I forget to say it. <laughs> so excited to get to my takes. Um, but, yeah, Orson Welles. What were we talking about? Raymond Gunhand. Oh, Miranda writes does a whole thing with that. Oh, really? Yeah, apparently uh, people are saying, well, the cops don't have to. So basically, you can't sue a cop now. There's no Supreme Court goodie. <laughs> oh, good. You can't sue a cop <laughs> if they don't read Miranda rights. It's still not admissible, right? Mm. But you can't sue the cops. So, you know, Supreme Court, they like, they like to get a little spicy sometimes. With some of their decisions, they like, like, they like to be playful. Yeah. Like, well, you know, just no more suing cops. But they still have to read your rights or you can't, whatever. So if they paralyze you, <laughs> uh, you don't have to go to the jail if they don't read your rights to you. But you can't get a wheelchair. <laughs> well, your family can buy you one, I guess. Right. But we're not giving it to you. Get out of here. America. Thoughts? Thoughts? <laughs> Thoughts? Uh, um... <laughs> Well, that seems bad. It seems like you should be able to sue, sue cops if they paralyze you and don't read you. Well, I don't know what paralyzing the person has to do with it, but I think they should have, They should probably have to read you. I don't know where you're getting that from, but I wrote this note down. You want to hear this note? <laughs> yeah. Uh, I don't want... That's not a quote from me. There was something I wrote down. Um, maybe something you said? Mm-hmm. I don't want to fuck cats or nothing, but this cat has an ass. Huh. I think I was telling you, I think I was watching my brother's cats this week while they were away. And uh, I was telling you, the cat had that. Uh, is that what happened? I don't think, I don't, just try not to say anything too incri- self-incriminating. Well, no. <laughs> no, well, actually, it wasn't about that. You went to the apartment, you fed the cats, and you left. <laughs> That's our story. <laughs> no, I, I remember now, but I don't want to say it. I was, I think, I think we, were, we, were, we, were, we were role-playing a little bit as you as a cat. And then the idea of, like, just started spreading. <laughs> I told you I was writing this down for the show. Yeah. Don't act like I brought this up out of nowhere. I'm like, I write this down. I'm like, that's how the show works. Sometimes we think it's going to be gold. And then we go, well, where's that? what does that sentence mean? I just want to point out that I was not present for the feeding of the cats. I was asleep the whole I time. I pet those cats. I have pictures documenting everything good I did to the cats. If I were you, I wouldn't even admit to touching them. I, well, <laughs> you, you would be some cruel mix, mixing of nature and not pet them. They need pets. <laughs> I didn't fuck cats. Get, out of here. Get the fuck out of here. I'm Rat Daddy. Rat Daddy doesn't need cats to fuck. <laughs> um, He's got plenty of rats. Uh, on our Patreon episode, by the way, um, I forget how to come up. The the we were talking about cartoons. Uh, yeah. Do you remember why? Doesn't matter. I was trying to remember the name of a cartoon, uh, and I was saying it was like a black kid, a uh, little kid bald. Oh right, yeah. And like, and I, I couldn't think of the name. I had you Googling, like, POC cartoon characters, and, like, I was calling it Callie. Uh, I just want to put it out to anyone on the Patreon who's listening. Uh, we I did subsequently discover it was Caillou, mm. and he's a very, very white boy. <laughs> so I, I don't know why I remember him being POC. Yeah. Or black or whatever, you know, African-American. Yeah. Uh, but that was fun. <laughs> just a I mean, notably I, white cartoon. I, mean, I spent 15 minutes just yelling at you, like, just go find this Callie. <laughs> Find this Cali boy. I, think, I don't even know what point we were trying to make. Someone even commented, like, I hope he's not talking about Kylo. Caillou. Caillou, yeah. Yeah. And I was. Yeah. So, uh, enjoy that. That was how we celebrated Juneteenth. Oh, yeah, Juneteenth. Yeah. Oh, it was a Juneteenth episode. That's right. It's, so, it's, it's such a mixture of emotions. You got Juneteenth, and then the row, and then the guns. Mm. What is it? Oh. 
you have a story about a, a thing. Yeah, it wouldn't it wouldn't be a Supreme Court ruling if the celebs. Yeah, we need celebrities to weigh in. I need I need, uh, I need my imagine moment. Uh, people, uh, you want you want to hear what Billie Eilish had to say about this? Billy, she's the one who goes, "I'm the bad girl, gonna fuck your dad, girl, stick it in my rat curl." Yes. I like the rat king. I'm a big girl, never eating sh- toe curl. <laughs> Stick it in my no hurl. Go That's ahead. the radio safe ver- version. Yeah. yeah. Uh, fuck, 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 fuck your dad, fuck your dad. She had some words at Glastonbury. Jesus. At <laughs> Glastonbury, that's a place where the Chemical, Bro- Chemical Brothers played, Scotland, right? Yeah, well, it's also where Billie Eilish plays. Oh, I prefer the Chemical Brothers. <laughs> That's, you, you know, you knew that when you met me. So, what, what does Eilish say? She, what did she say about abortions? Like, you know, don't that shouldn't be incest. Think like, what the fuck, you dad? Well, guess that wouldn't be incest. Right? <laughs> it's your dad. It's yeah, not, it wouldn't be. Yeah, it wouldn't be her dad. Yeah, good point. <laughs> uh, she said, "Today is a really dark day for women in the U.S." Bigot. Uh, <laughs> and I'm, gonna, <laughs> I'm calling her a bigot there. I get it. Yeah. And, and I'm just going to say that because I can't bear to think about it any longer in this moment. This song is dedicated to that, I guess. <laughs> Inspiring. Strong words. Uh, wait, 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 say the, repeat that, please. Today is a really dark day for women in the U.S. And I'm just going to say that because I can't think, I can't bear to think about it any longer in this moment. This song is dedicated to that, I guess. It's a good thing that you're not an artist who has to, like, you know, take this energy or this unspoken thing and put it into words. Yeah. Thank God you're not that person. <laughs> thank God you don't have that job. And thank God you're not paid a lot of money to do it. Because, right. you know, God forbid you have to, like, you know, articulate anything besides want to fuck someone's dad. <laughs> it would be great if she was like, this song is dedicated to that. It's called Ass Fuck. <laughs> I mean, that'd be appropriate. Yeah. True. Yeah. Ass fuck, not in my pussy schmuck. I'm a big driver truck. <laughs> oh, put it in my ass right because the Supreme Court's not right. <laughs> woo! Uh, I, mean, I know she doesn't do that, but I mean, woo! <laughs> right? Uh, what? Woo! woo. Like, you know, yeah. Right? Ooh, wee, ooh, like, just like an angel. Yes. Voice like an angel. Thank you. Um, Stevie Bridgers also had something to say. Who is it? I mean, th- this came up before in the show, right? The, I don't know who the hell this Phoebe Bridgers is. I like her Phoebe name Bridgers. is Phoebe Bridgers. Yeah, Britain. Yeah, it really she should change it. Like, I, I, look, people. I'm not one of these people who thinks people should change your name because it sounds too Jewish or too ethnic or like you know too Italian. Yeah, that shouldn't be. But like, Bridgers should just be Bridges. Yeah, Bridgers is not a thing. What's Bridger? Bridgers. Just make it bridges. Yeah, it's not a. It doesn't roll off the tongue. No, Phoebe Bridgers. Like, like, was it? Is it kind of a, a, a Nicholas Coppola situation, like a Nicholas Cage, where she actually is like Jeff Bridges' son or daughter, I guess, or whatever, and she didn't want to get credit for it, so she changed. But she only changed, <laughs> she changed it to Bridgers. She just had one letter. <laughs> yeah. Uh, what is her big song? Um, she did Emotion Sickness. She did Kyoto. I don't like these songs. I like Phoebe Bridgers. I don't know if I do or don't. Yeah. Because I've heard them. <laughs> what would you do? Uh, she said, fuck that shit. What, fuck, really? Yeah. <laughs> fuck America and all these irrelevant old motherfuckers trying to tell us what to, what to do with our fucking bodies. Fuck it. I actually think that's better. It's better than, uh, look, uh, this is bad. I don't know. There's a little emotion behind look, it. Look, this is bad, I guess, and I'm not sure. I don't want to think, so uh, I guess this is something, whatever. Yeah. <laughs> uh, it's better than that. Yeah. Um, it's still, look, and it's, there's definitely a place for that. Um, and I'm not saying anyone has to be Dr. King, because he was good. Yeah. He was really good. But I feel like he'd have a better line. Right. Yeah. Oh, he would definitely have a better response. Who would? Who like? Has any woman had a great like? Who is the de facto woman with the great lines? You're putting me on the spot here. Yeah. Right. I mean, maybe you could do it. I, I mean, <laughs> maybe this could be you. This yeah. could be your whole thing. When the dark night rises. <laughs> Wait, why, why is this too bad? <laughs> I. 
<laughs> it would be great if I became like the foremost speaker on abortion rights, and yeah. I'm just. But I, everything I say is just a quote from Batman. Yeah. Wait, wait, that's a. We burned down the forest. <laughs> <laughs> Never. <laughs> it's all just Alfred quotes. Yeah. <laughs> We're not scared of thugs like you. <laughs> what? What do we do when we fall down? <laughs> we, yeah, we cry for help. <laughs> um, <laughs> what's the point of doing so many bloody push-ups if you can't even lift a bloody log? <laughs> Uh, what be Richards? Oh, that's what she said. Yeah, that's said, what fuck it. this shit. Yeah. Yo, scratch that noise. <laughs> I don't believe in. Uh, I'm Phoebe Bridgers, daughter of uh, Jeff Lebowski, <laughs> and uh, I'm just here to say that uh, that Supreme Court sh- that that Supreme Court jazz that ain't it, son. <laughs> that ain't it. Do better. Bridges out. This ain't it, Chief. Let us have abortions on your land. And then she does her cover of a little bit of Jessica on my mind, a little bit of Tina with some wine, a little bit of Judy. And then she did that song. Did she do, did she do Mama Number Five? She should really close her set with Mama Number, Mama number Five. <laughs> a little bit of Dallas in my ass, a little bit of Phoenix with the grass. Whatever's happening, bop, boo, bop, boo. Phoebe Bridgers and. How are, how are you? <laughs> um, what, what, I mean, was there a riot or something? I don't think there's been any riots. I thought you were telling me something about Glastonbury or something. No, it's just that some people spoke at Glastonbury. It's a, oh, it's a festival. Yeah, it's a, a the music ca- festival. You, you, the Chemical Brothers didn't play there. You know why? They had COVID. Really? Yeah. I saw that on Instagram. They're like, I'm sorry we couldn't play this castle. I was like, what? Apparently they're playing at a castle in England or Scotland or whatever. Jesus. They're techno boys. They don't look, what do you think they live in the castle? <laughs> whatever. I think they could. Godspeed to them. How rich do you think they are? <laughs> look at, let's look at their net worth. I'm sure there are castles that you don't have to be rich to afford. I mean what is dilapidated your, castles. Chemical Brothers net worth. Because things are always accurate. What do you what do you guess? What their net worth is? Yeah. Um, ten includes, million dollars includes since net. Here we go. Twenty-two million. Oh, okay, but I don't know if that's that far off. This is like eleven each. Um, I wish I could play some, but it will be copyright struck, and you know, hopefully they don't remove me because of Phoebe Bridger songs. I'm saying. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I mean what. It is kind of weird that they include them both, like, like they're married or something. <laughs> like, Who? The well, two brothers now. Well, so, yeah, I mean, well, they, they, I mean, look, the guy writing Google doesn't, like, know that they're actually not brothers. Oh, they're not actually brothers? No. They're not related at all. It's false like advertising. Tom Simmons and Ed Roland, or Ed Roland and Tom Simmons. I don't know. Uh, Red Daddy... Part of the appeal to them is like you imagine them. Oh, we passed gun control legislation. Or the Supreme Court or the the Senate did. Or did they pass it? I don't know. People are very upset because we have red flag laws. Do you think we should be red flag people? (laughs) Um, Yeah, look, I think that if uh, somebody's. It does seem like there's a. What if people don't like this podcast episode and they decide to red flag us and we can't have guns anymore? (laughs) I mean, is that that the world you want to live in? The (laughs) arbitrary world that you have. Don, Don, <laughs> to, to deem deemed worthy to create. I mean, look, I don't think maybe podcast listeners should be a relationship that counts under red flag laws. What do you mean? I, I mean, I don't think it is. I think it's more for like boyfriends and stuff, right? So what like, if you if you hurt me, I can red flag you. Yeah. <laughs> if you if you fucking think you, you better be careful. Cause I'm gonna red flag your ass. <laughs> and no gun for you. <laughs> I mean. Is this going to become a thing? Like, if you don't, you better buy me that fucking ring or I'm a red flag, you ass, you little, you little packet of fucking scumbag. You fucking, you better take me out to nice dinners or I'll fucking red flag you. <laughs> if you don't fuck me good, I'll red flag you. Look, if, if you're. If- Imagine getting fucked and the guy doesn't hit your G spot, so you just red flag him. This is what, this is what conservatives are afraid of. And I don't, are they wrong? I don't know. 
I don't want to live in that I, world. I think you should be able to red flag your boyfriend if he doesn't make you come. What? I'll go on The View and say that today. What if you're just in a bad mood and you don't want to come? Because that's what <laughs> I feel like happens sometimes. <laughs> uh, you're too busy going, oh, I'm bored. <laughs> oh, I'm tired. Or, you, know, you weren't tired. You were just fucking dancing two seconds ago. <laughs> and, now, and you asked to have sex. And I was just like, oh, this, I'm, this doesn't happen. Yeah. But, you know. I'm just saying some women like, I, I never come. They say that on Twitter. Right. They brag about it. <laughs> <laughs> I watch these women brag about but not like, coming. Not every woman I've has. I've seen the best minds of my generation brag about not coming. Not every woman has a rat daddy. Okay? Look, everyone, they may not have it, but they need it. Yeah. No, it's not my I Look, that sounds, I'm not, rat daddy's taken. You find your own rat daddy. Figure out your own. You find your own rat daddy, and if he's calling himself rat daddy, I'm going to find him. <laughs> That's my thing. Uh, yeah. Um, I, so where do we go from here? <laughs> um, you mean with the gun control? I don't know. Just America. Like, yeah. Should we ban uh, lunch? <laughs> Maybe we could ban lunch. We should do, yeah. Get breakfast and, and dinner. That should be plenty. Maybe you, you eat a few peanuts during the day if you're peckish. Right. Yeah. Them? Get rid of. I mean, if we got rid of lunch, I feel like that would solve like so like obesity, um, money. Sure. Time. Uh, some kids might die anyway. I mean, whatever. I mean, like, I don't know. Yeah. I th- I think that's a good law. Yeah. No lunch. <laughs> How would you enforce it? They just cops uh, start shooting kids. Yeah. They're eating. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> you know, you have SWAT teams that just kick down your door around noon. And are, they, are they actually going to do something in this case and not just sit around waiting you know, while I'm eating? Like, like, this kid's eating lunch. This kid already ate two hours ago. You just sat around doing nothing. <laughs> I thought you were a SWAT team. You just sat around and waited. While he's, you Look, know. you're going to need a big network of informants. Uh, no, I'm talking about these. But at the end of the day, if these cops are like these Uvalde cops, it doesn't matter. That's true. Someone needs to go in and breach the door. <laughs> <laughs> this kid's just been eating egg salad for hours. <laughs> and he did nothing? <laughs> we need to go to some. Cr- I mean, that's also where the crack shots would come in handy. Crack shot cops. You shoot Hashtag the- crack shot cops. <laughs> yeah. Nice. Shoot nice. the empanada out of their hand. Oh, right. We did bring that up. Yeah, I agree. Look, there's still a future. Is it? I mean, the sun's burning. <laughs> yeah. Didn't you say Greta Dunberg was at this festival? Yeah, she was too. What was she doing? <laughs> just, just, I don't know. Just, she really just, fell off. Yeah, she. I don't know. She hit a wall. I mean, I, I, I love how we like we're all surprised that some twelve year old yelling had to realize <laughs> that like that doesn't work. Wait, I but I yelled at them. Yeah. I shamed these corporate lobbyists. I shame these front men for like giant special interests. <laughs> I shame them publicly. Right. This was my uh, Angus moment. The, the, the coming of age from Angus. Yeah. Does he, does he do that? What's the or, or my legally blonde moment? Mm. Is that a good example? Yeah, that, that was my legal. That was my legally blonde. <laughs> Why didn't this work? <laughs> Why didn't I save the planet? Shame on you for not being shamed. <laughs> You should listen to Cump Podcast and subscribe <laughs> to the Patreon. <laughs> Is that good, Greta Thunberg? Uh, yeah. Thank no, you. Thank I, you. The repertoire just keeps growing. <laughs> My new character, Greta Thunberg. Subscribe <laughs> yeah. to the Cump Patreon. It's only $5 a month. <laughs> and, you just, and you just don't subscribe? I shame you. <laughs> um... Look, thank if you, the stranger kids thank you, then, thank you, or any lesson, like it's just like you can't, <laughs> just, can't put all, all your eggs in a in a. Hey, six- we're not putting eggs in. Any, we're not putting <laughs> eggs in anything. In any, anybody. <laughs> I'm not putting eggs in anybody. Tell you that much. Yeah. Keeping my eggs. I'm just saying the problem myself. with trotting out kids is sometimes they hit a wall. Yeah. yeah. Sometimes, sometimes you. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, <laughs> thanks so much for tuning in. Uh, again, again, you know, we got this Patreon. You can sign up if you want, and you get to get an extra episode every yeah. weekend. Everyone loves it, and they t- and they slap me, and they go high five, high five. <laughs> this is so good. 
It's like five bucks a month. So if you like this show, maybe think about doing that. And if you don't, that's fine. Thank you for tuning in, and we'll see you next week. Uh, otherwise, we'll see you in the Patreon. We'll, we'll see whatever. Have a great week. <laughs>